This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer and oh boy, am I excited to talk about Vanderpump Rules today. I I really missed recapping these last few episodes while I was on vacation. So catching up was a pleasure. And, you know, here to talk about it with me today is none other than Taylor Jackson. Taylor, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Dylan. And I couldn't be more honored to be invited for a Vanderpump recap because... When I tell you my jaw has been on the floor for the past, I don't know, four weeks watching this show, it's been on the floor. And in the midst of it all, I have to say, Sheena's wedding was so lovely. It, it really was. Just, was. just a little salute to Ms. Sheena Marie while we're here before we get into all the the drama and the nastiness. She looked so beautiful. And when she was, when her veil was whipping in the wind and she was like, you know what? Take off the veil. It's Okay. It's okay. it's okay. She looked gorgeous. And her hair, like, I'm going to screenshot that for when and if I ever get married. Um, that's the hair do I want. She looked, everything was honestly picture perfect. I wish I was invited. It looked very fun. Um, Brock and his friends, hot. Okay. So you're trying to get hooked up with one of Brock's friends. With the friend that Raquel ugh, walked down the aisle with, unless Raquel oh. has, has dibs on that. But Joey, yeah. yeah, he was hot. You, just make sure make sure that he has a better credit score than Brock. That's okay. my one request for you. Because I don't him. want you to cool. be like... I know when they were talking, when they were like, actually, we've been married for a year because Brock's visa was whatever. And we just wanted him to be able to get a green card at the same time. And I'm like, I understand that logistically, but there also is a world in which knowing what we know about Brock's past, that it's like, Sheena, he needed a green card. And you facilitated that for him. Exactly. Whatever. I don't want to be too cynical about Sheena and Brock. They seem like they're doing well. And, you know, we've come a long way in that regard. We have. And I've seen some growth um, amongst the both of them. But I will definitely have the IRS audit Joey to make sure that everything is all set there for me. Um, as long as the IRS isn't auditing me. You know what I'm saying? You're like, as someone who did my taxes mere days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get those done, by the way? Did you do the taxes? I got them done and I got myself a refund, okay? Okay, okay. I did mine in February, just saying. Uh, if anyone, <laughs> If anyone here is listening, I, uh, that I might be interested in, I do, my credit score is excellent, and I did do my taxes mm-hmm. in February, so uh, check off those boxes, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Add that to the Hinge profile, Bill. I do think, I, I wonder who on Vanderpump Rules has the best credit score, aside ooh, from like Lisa. Ooh. Ooh, let's think. Um, definitely none of the Toms. They are in f- apparently million dollar deep in debt from this fucking right. restaurant. Can't uh, be I Tom. I would say, honestly, I'm going to give it to 
Katie. The only thing, though, is that Katie just went through a divorce. Oh. And I don't know. I mean, I've never gotten divorced. And also, I barely know how credit scores work. So I'm not right. necessarily the, the the like guru on who would have a good credit score. I feel like maybe maybe Lala has a good credit score because for the yeah, last few years, she was divorced. But she wasn't married. And also the last few oh. years, she didn't have to pay for anything. Right. All right. I don't or know. James, I, or James. James could be some somehow good with money, a money man. We don't know. I could see it. He's like, actually, I never spent a dime on my see you next Tuesday money. I've only, <laughs> I've, uh, you know. <laughs> he's, 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 hey, 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 it is 11.22 a.m. on April 20th. And right now, <sighs> James Kennedy is still top of my list, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We have to timestamp it. If you uh, if you were if you didn't listen to Taylor's last episode of Mention at all, I I made her give a very specific timestamp of when she said James Kennedy was a good person. Um, and <laughs> a month a month or so later, you're you're doing okay. I know. I mean, hey, he's he's up he, there. But... Hey, he did have his moments in Mexico uh, where he like maybe pu- punched a stranger in the hotel. Right. But hey, we're we're reeling it back in. We're back at Sir. We're lightly maybe slut shaming Raquel for flirting with someone at Sir, uh, but he, he's done worse. He's he's done worse. It's growth amongst the whole cast. Growth, except for two people, obviously. <laughs> we'll 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 get to that. I did love this episode. Starts off with uh, Katie going to pick up the dogs at Schwartz's apartment, and her dismissive energy toward Tom is oh. so delicious to me. When he's like, "Ah, oh, man, Katie, I'm so stressed." we don't have a kitchen staff and we were supposed to open this week and I just don't know what I'm going to do. And she's like, okay, bye. Dude, it was bone chilling in the best way. I said, I am marking this down for the next time I need to be like a cold stone cold bitch, like in the best way. She literally goes like this. He's nearly in tears. Number one, Tom needs to get a handle on his emotions. Um, He's nearly in, in tears. She goes, oh, must be tough. Bye. That sounds awful. And he also, yeah, that sounds awful. And then Tom's like complaining about it as if he doesn't know what he had just done in Mexico. Yeah, the Tom and Raquel fallout from Mexico is interesting and it kind of reverberates throughout this episode. And I've seen mixed reactions online. There definitely are people who are kind of team Schwartz in this, just in the sense that they're broken up katie was the one who initiated the divorce tom is an adult raquel is an adult (laughs) whatever Mm. um you know katie doesn't get to have an opinion on that and look do i think that tom make schwartz tom schwartz specifically making out with raquel is like the worst most evil thing that anyone's ever done and he deserves to you know rot in hell for that (laughs) no like i don't i don't think it's like a the worst sin ever committed on this show, certainly. But I also think that Katie is entitled to her feelings and that it's a complicated situation. And not just that, but that she has made it clear to Tom what this would feel like for her and how she, you know, she's made her feelings clear. He didn't choose to go along with that and so she's allowed to be mad at him he's also allowed to be like well fuck her i don't care exactly it's validated right it's validated and like little do they know this is 
this is nothing compared to what everyone else is about to find out. Well, um, I think little does Katie know. I don't know if it's little does Schwartz know. Oh, I think Schwartz he's... knew the entire time. Sorry, yeah, but Katie, little does she know. Whatever, but um, Schwartz, Schwartz is in cahoots. There's something going. You know, he knows something. With the lack of brain cells in his head, it's it is it's surprising that he hasn't given, you know, much away. Yeah. At this point in time of this narrative going on. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week, grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day, and it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I was surprised to see, we're not getting a lot of Charlie this season. She's mainly just kind of like Raquel's friend, but I was... I was impressed with Charlie telling Raquel straight to her face that she thinks making out with Schwartz was disrespectful and that she thought Raquel was better than that. And she notes that when they were in Mexico, it was Katie and Schwartz's anniversary weekend. And Raquel's like, why would I be thinking about their anniversary? They're divorced, which like fair, but also I was like, Charlie, okay, good, good, good for you. I noted the same thing, Dylan, because as soon as that scene started, when her and Raquel were taking content pictures, (laughs) um, I was like, I was watching the show with a friend and I was like, oh, here's Charlie, like just another Raquel. And then 
I said, you know what? Take what I just said back after she kind of handed it to Raquel being like, look, I'm still your friend. But what you did was fucked up. I had a lot of respect for her there because in the other episodes, you see Charlie like specifically defending Raquel, like in front of Lala saying, you know, all of this stuff. But I really did gain some more respect for Miss Miss Charlie. And it just goes and Raquel seemed shocked, too, because this was kind of like Raquel's saving grace. I feel like Charlie was like her little minion that it was would mm-hmm. always like agree with her and now it's like in Raquel's face like oh shit yeah Rick at this point I mean even before the Scandaval stuff is blowing up obviously that is a game changer but at this point in the season the only person that really is like dedicated to Raquel is Sheena like there she doesn't have a lot of people on her team and going into this season I would have guessed that Raquel would have had a little more of a redemption arc within the season just because people felt like James treated her so poorly. And so then you would think there would be a little more sympathy. People would kind of be like, oh, we're like circling around Raquel. But like, I mean, Ariana is nice to her. She like yeah. Sheena rides for her. But yeah. like, <laughs> I, I mean, it's 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 hard to even talk about it, though, like it's knowing so what we crazy. know now. It's literally so crazy. TV has not been this good, like knowing what we know now watching it. It's just like insane. Mm hmm. And the scene when uh, when Raquel is working at Sir and Tom and Tom are there and they're talking to Lisa and Raquel comes to take their order, which like, of course, is so staged to begin with it's like why why are we even pretending right. um but sandoval like can't leave raquel Ew. alone he's like raquel 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 come sit over here <laughs> like come sit on the booth and it's like first of all she's quote unquote at work but also it's like why do you want her to sit in this little bench between the two of you like it's it's weird so he can touch her so he can feel her electric energy i don't know it gave me it just that just gave me the it gave me the chills watching it because it gives me such an ick i'm like ooh, you're disgusting and i said this in a tiktok i made the other day that tom sandoval literally reminds me i don't know if this is reaching the right audience if this even makes sense of a a little creepy rat in a jazz band does that make sense <laughs> Can't you see that? <laughs> Not the jazz. What a jazz. Jazz would like to be excluded from this narrative, Taylor. Like this. Like a rat with like a fedora and he's like, rah, 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 and he's like a sleazy jazz guy. He does. He gets this like, I think maybe it's when he's drinking and then when he's feeling oh. a little like horned up to, to use a phrase that makes me uncomfortable but it's like he gets this kind of like shit eating grin that it's like when Lisa's like, why are you smiling like that? You, you look like a fucking weirdo and he's like 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 yeah yeah he's like they should not be calling you a whore he's like that is just so disrespectful right you could, he's fucking her he's fucking when Schwar- her when schwartz is like when schwartz is like oh yeah raquel it wasn't great they uh they called you something really bad they said they said like like whore <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell sandoval in that moment is like trying he's trying to navigate like how upset am i allowed to be about this because i'm i can be upset as her friend but not as her like personal defender (laughs) right right even though he probably wants to be because there's multiple scenes in this episode of him defending raquel outwardly Mm -hmm. where he didn't no one was asking for your opinion honey right like lala doesn't care what sandoval thinks about Raquel. Lala 
has made her own conclusions. She doesn't want to hear it from anybody, especially not Sandoval, who she thinks is like a creeper anyway. A creepy rat. <laughs> but no, but <laughs> a creepy jazz rat. It's like, Sandoval, focus on your shitty little restaurant that doesn't have uh, booths or a kitchen, kitchen staff. staff or a kitchen manager or a menu that's completed. Focus on getting your little restaurant open with your potato chips In and a strip mall. <laughs> blue shark drink because you didn't come up with the names yet. Like <laughs> this as much. OK, thinking back to the season when they were working on opening Tom Tom, I remember that feeling like such a saga that was dragged out that it's like, OK, like we we get it. Like they're opening a restaurant. Somehow Schwartz and Sandy's is it's more captivating to me because it's more of a disaster. Right. Like the fact that Tom Tom was Lisa's restaurant that Schwartz and Sandoval were like a little bit invested in made it feel like there was it was kind of too big to fail. Like right. Lisa was going to get it done no matter what. Whereas this it's like, oh, these guys are clowns. Their clowns. partner is like maybe screwing them over and Lisa is just watching in horror as these guys get their life savings drained <laughs> over a strip mall bar that's not even open. Right. And then th- then this whole like scan scandal is obviously not helping business. Except some people are saying it is. Which I just don't believe that. The thing about that is so I know you've been to like Vanderpump establishments in LA. Yes, I've been to Vanderpump establishments in LA. Part of the draw of those establishments is that they are all right next to each other Mm -hmm. and they're very centrally located. If you're the kind of person who wants to go out in WeHo, they're right there. There's a big, you know, the Venn diagram is a circle. It's like you're going out in WeHo, you're getting a drink at TomTom because it's funny, whatever. (laughs) You're still spending money there, but it's very easy to do. If you look on the map where Schwartz and Sandy's is, it's like across town. It's not close to those things. It's not in an area where there's much other stuff happening that you're just going to be out at a different bar and then you're going to pop into Schwartz and Sandy's for a drink and a picture. (laughs) <laughs> like it's not a slam dunk business in the way that Tom Tom was or even the way that this sandwich shop is with because that's a block from sir. Exactly. Exactly. It's like now I'm going to have to go drive or take an Uber to Schwartz and Sandy's and that's my night. No, because I want right, to go there I'm- and troll <laughs> these two fucking clowns. That's all. Yeah, you really it it would have been one thing if Scandaval didn't happen and it's like, oh yeah, like I like Tom and Tom, like maybe I'll run into them. Right. But if you're like your trolling budget is <laughs> can only be so high. Oh my god. Like yeah. is is it in my trolling budget to Uber across town from wherever I am in LA, sit in traffic. It's probably gonna take forty minutes to get there, even though it's like a mile and a half down the road. Right. You're gonna pay for whatever overpriced food and drinks they ended up, you know, cobbling together at the last minute. <laughs> like, you're maybe going to see them. I don't even know how. Sandoval right. probably isn't showing his face there these days. Hell like, no. it's not it's not worth it just to be like, LOL, suck it. I spent money at your restaurant. Like, I don't Exactly. Exactly. Like it's just exact. So, so number one, the draw to actually go there now after the scan of all is, is very slim because people just 
you know, are hate, hating Sandoval right now. And then number two, it's inconvenient to troll. Even if you hate him and you want to go troll him, it's out of the way. Exactly. The trolling budget is so slim. Like you drop me off at Sir. I could troll Sir, Pump, Tom Tom, and then have my ass a good night. I mean, have my have a good whatever. Have a good fucking night at a the Abbey. A good ass night. A good ass night at the Abbey right around the block. Because it's and all you know, in walking distance. You know who also had a good ass night at the Abbey? Look at that lead in. Look at that lead in. So smooth. Sandoval. Miss Raquel and Sandoval. Sandoval and Raquel and one Ali Luber coming through the whistleblower, the smoking gun. MVP. Caught red handed. If you had told me at the beginning of this season, okay, so Scandival's going to happen. That's one thing. And the person on the cast that's going to be the first to to really, really like sound the alarm. Yes. Is going to be James's new girlfriend, Allie, who he met at a DJ gig in Agora Hills and who is like questionably why she's even getting this much screen time this season. I'd be like, no, that doesn't sound right. I would say there's no way. Allie came through. Allie came through. I think she earned her stripes today. Like I, so everyone for context, I'm texting Dylan last night as I'm watching the show. I'm like, my jaw is on the floor. And this was at the part of like literally Tom and I mean, something with Tom and Raquel in the same scene. And he goes, just wait for the James and Allie scene. And he was right. My jaw even dropped further into the floor. I'm like texting. I was like, it was intermission for me at a Broadway show. And I'm like, I'm like, just wait, just wait, just wait. Making sure, like, I had, like, pre-scheduled a post. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't, I, this can't go up, like, too early because then it's going to be ruined and I'm going right. to get sued. Um, sued. Okay. No, but I like, mean. I, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want to get sued by, like, big NBC. <laughs> be kind of fun, though. Infamous, you know? <laughs> no publicity is bad publicity, right? This is <laughs> the final episode of Mention It All. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna seize the the transcripts, all the all the audio files. The IRS is gonna hear me saying, "Don't audit me." They're gonna audit me. Then I'm out, and then mention it all's out. Uh, oh Just my kidding. god! But but yeah. So um, we'll we'll get back to Ali and James in a little bit because that is certainly an interesting thing. But there's <laughs> this shit show that's happening with uh, Garcelle's son Oliver D- and his current alleged ex but current wife and Raquel like the way that (laughs) Raquel Raquel is just having such a rough time of it the fact that she just like met this guy in Vegas and like they hit it off and then he's coming to town and they're gonna see and it just happens to be this like scandal it's just it's so perfect it's like chef's kiss it is chef's kiss because also it just feels it this feels something that like production kind of made happen essentially like some sort of storyline um because i don't know i feel like if this no one knew about the scan of all like this would have been a more like i would have been more invested in this whatever's happening but it's kind of just like right over my head and in my opinion it's like i'm watching raquel and she's almost like loving this because she's like okay now like this is the focus of like my drama for the season because no one knows about you know me and tom behind closed doors right it's I do wonder though. So obviously, them all meeting Oliver in Vegas was like a setup. They knew yeah. that was going to happen. Whatever. But I wonder the stuff with Samantha, his wife. How 
coordinated that was because it does feel like Samantha is kind of a wild card who right. is sort of like going rogue a little bit. And like Oliver did not think that date with Raquel was going to go that way because no. he was like, he was like, hey, yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw any of that stuff that was happening with my wife, but I do feel like I just kind of want to like whatever. And Raquel's like, <clears throat> yeah, so actually... <laughs> I we, called her. We, we spoke on the phone about an hour ago and he's just like, oh, fuck. Fuck, yeah. Honestly, though, props to him as like, like, he's like, I like Oliver a lot. I think he's a good guy. And like the fact that the first thing he said when they sat down is that and like he addressed that instead of beating around the bush and like pretending like doing a fucking Tom Schwartz of like, oh, you hooked up with Raquel last night. No, I didn't. OK, yeah, I did. Like, no, he just was like straightforward. Like if I don't know if you've heard type of thing and Raquel thinks she's some sort of like savior goddess da 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 being like yeah and i'm gonna be walking out of this state and she gets up and walks away i was like losing my mind laughing at that it's funny to watch the women in this cast go through dating again because in the last couple seasons most of them have been paired up and so to have raquel navigating this weird maybe kind of fake situation with Garcelle's son Mm -hmm. and Lala's texting the Don who she met in Havasu and like that's apparently going somewhat well and then Katie's bringing around this younger man's satchel to Lala's birthday it's like this is a we have not seen this kind of you know relationship dynamic on this show in a long time where people are just kind of like hooking up seeing what's out there right trying to get their dicks wet yeah welcome welcome to the world girls okay yeah it's it's bleak out there it's fucking bleak all right but that you know oh yeah and katie with her new little boyfriend i wonder if they're, do you know if they're still together i don't i don't think i don't actually know but like does 25 year old satchel who looks like he just got groomed at vanderpump dogs according to sheena like I does couldn't. he give you long-term boyfriend no definitely not he's giving katie the attention she needs right now and i respect that because everyone needs that everyone needs to be showered with a little bit of attention here and there wait also do you remember when katie posted that picture with lucas gage and for like a people were like are they dating oh my god literally no literally no (laughs) i think Um, he's dating uh chris appleton Stapleton. i think i think they're engaged Chris Appleton is the hair guy. Chris Stapleton is the country music guy, right? Yeah, so, yeah, Stapleton was- <laughs> is country music. Appleton- I definitely did a Google at one point, and I was like, wait, no. <laughs> like, he's dating Lucas Cage. Like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a plot twist. That would be a plot twist. Maybe we start the um, rumor. No, I'm, ha- I'm happy for Katie and Satchel. Me too. Just, you laugh. I- like... <laughs> No, because no, his name is Satchel. Yeah. Kate, his name is Satchel. That is the, yeah, that's the kicker. That's the kicker. Katie is like, I just, I'm loving her this season. I don't know, just everything about yeah, her. Yeah, I, I think that Katie is kind of in the best place she's been in a while. I think that yeah. her relationship with Tom, obviously there were good moments. They were together for a super long time, but it does feel like she is kind of able to be her best self now. And I think we're sort of starting to see that more with Ariana in these last few episodes that like she and Tom don't seem that happy, at least 
in what we're seeing and the right. the whole conversation about the egg freezing and you know so so Ariana had her eggs frozen a while ago and Tom is like now going to go through this process of you know they're going to fertilize the eggs and have frozen embryos I guess and mm-hmm. it's like I mean this is so, so shitty to watch now because you just it know is. that Tom is like already ew ew like ew, one ew, foot ew. out the door right but like it, it I mean but also watching that conversation, you see how many things they don't line up on in terms of they've always felt differently about having kids. And that's been a topic that's never gone away. You know, they've always felt differently about getting married. Like it, it just it doesn't feel like they're on the same page about big life things. And yeah. especially when it seems like she's not being treated with that much respect. It's like, honestly, Clearly. Good, good for her for for not getting stuck in that forever. That's true. That's true. I, everything happens for a reason, as cliche as it sounds. But it's funny to watch these episodes because you, especially this one, this is like the first episode I've noticed Tom like slowly in front of the cameras, like having these conversations with Ariana saying like, I just feel like you're always like yelling at me. You're always disagreeing with me. And then when he was having a conversation with Schwartz being like, it's just like Katie, I mean, um, Ariana's just always on me. Like he's like planting these seeds. Cause I feel like in his twisted brain, this was all part of like the, how he wanted this affair to go is like he would leave Ariana obviously and I feel like in this episode he was like proving to be planting these seeds for the cameras essentially totally it, it yeah I would guess that in in his mind that the like the breakup was going to happen and then there would be kind of a soft launch of him with Raquel yes, yes. and obviously that timeline didn't work out but it's cra- it is just kind of crazy to think about because they were filming this in august and then he and ariana uh, allegedly broke up on valentine's day of this what? year and so it's like what was happening for those six months like right. if you were so unhappy in august of last year while you're talking about you're gonna go like donate sperm to whatever no, it's not a donation if you're fertilizing <laughs> your partner I guess but like why are you going through with that or saying that you're going to if you're already kind of thinking through the steps of this exit strategy like that makes right. it worse because it's like if you had just said at the time or even before like I don't think this is working out or I think we need to pump the brakes or take a break or take some time apart whatever that would have gotten everybody on the same page and then there wouldn't have been this seven plus month relationship happening behind the scenes and it's like that is the key kind of disrespect that it's like even if you wanted to leave then you should have just done it right right it's a key component of like making why this whole entire thing is so so fucked up (sighs) but instead he's you know getting his nails done and going to band practice so Good for him. Like, okay, Mr. Jazz Rat. Yeah, go practice your freaking Trump, your fucking saxophone and go perform in the sewers like the rat you are. (laughs) I really never thought that Tom Schwartz would seem like the more mature Tom on this show. that, That feels like a new dynamic where Tom is like, you need to get you need to stop 
with like stop overreacting stop freaking out we need to be rational we need to show up we need to do this stuff you need to not miss the the menu thing to go get your nails done and tom's like well i didn't want to have a chipped nail and it's like what are what do you think is going to happen and then he's the one sandoval is the one who's like we gotta open we're gonna lose the place and it's like you're the one dropping the ball here more than anyone else right you're right it does it does i am getting the sense that schwartz is getting is very frustrated with him as a business partner essentially schwartz is being walked all over to be honest by sandoval and it it probably doesn't help if sandoval is 50 percent focused on uh, you know, fucking Rachel, that he's probably <laughs> taken his eye off the ball a little bit in, when it comes to the business stuff because he's uh, juggling multiple partners in the yeah. romantic sense. And yeah. like, if I were Schwartz and I and I knew maybe what was happening, and it seemed like Tom Sandoval was like starting to lose his grip on you know the business stuff. It's like. I would be resentful of that. They're both, Me too. you know, they've both got money on the line. They're both invested in this. And, you know, it's it's not good. It's not no, good. It's just not good. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. 
What did you think of uh, Lala and Raquel's little conversation at the very end of the episode? Listen, this is why I love Lala, because she will tell you how it is. And she obviously has this entire season to Raquel's face. And to me, this is Lala being just like, please leave me the fuck alone, Raquel. Like, why are you pulling you like, why are you pulling me outside? in your little sweater to tell me that you are sorry you called me a mistress like and and I see Lala like this is like a mature moment for Lala she like didn't really snap she was just like almost like killed her with kindness just to get her away like shoe past she was like uh, thank you like I respect that and like it's not our fault type of thing but I mean hindsight bias watching this now obviously we keep saying this knowing what we know it's like Lala probably <clears throat> obviously regrets saying that and she doesn't mean it now it, it, <laughs> like present day but you know to me it's just Lala is just like please just leave me alone like literally like almost like a stalker girl like a stalker fan like love you honey here's a hug I'll tell you what you want to hear I'm not mad at you okay bye right to me the the weirdest thing about this from Raquel's side is like why are you walking into her birthday dinner and being like, hey, can I pull you outside for a second? Like, you weren't even here. Right. Call her tomorrow. Go to lunch. Tell, you know, tell the crew, hey, I want to get lunch with Lala. Can you put that on the calendar and make sure she's there? And have that conversation in, like, a neutral space. Why are you showing up to her birthday and being like, we need to do this now. Sheena, can you help facilitate? Like, it's weird. And it's like, Lala, I think... I think they had a, you know, a nice respectful moment. I feel like they got on the same page about some things. I think I do think it was valid for Raquel to want to clear the air about the Oliver thing that, you know, because Lala hears from the wife and immediately is like Mistress Raquel gleefully fucking a married man. And like in that specific instance, that's not what was happening. Right. Right. But then also it's like watching watching it and Raquel complaining about how she's getting bashed on social media for seeing a guy who was married. Ooh. And it's like, oh, sweetie, Honey, just you wait. Look into the crystal ball, babe. Look into that, the damn the, crystal ball. That comment section is uh, is nothing compared to what you'll be getting in a few short months. Yeah, your comments will be turned off in a few short months. Uh, it, yeah, right. It's like that whole Oliver storyline. It would have it had potential to be kind of like a like sympathetic moment for Raquel, but then watching it with Scandival in mind, it's like, exactly. Oh, so you're, you're acting on your high horse about this situation when in reality you're doing something much worse beneath the surface. Yep. Yep. And when Sandoval, like multiple times, this episode was like, Raquel is such a good girl. She's the sweetest person. She wouldn't hurt anyone. I'm like, you two are so twisted because you're both in on it, hurting Someone who you consider not only a partner, but Raquel as a friend. Ugh, I can't. Makes me sick, Dylan. Sick. Yeah, it's... But it makes good TV, let me tell you that. It's a tough look. It's a tough look for them. I mean, and it just makes it... When you're thinking about reunion coming up and the idea of there being some kind of explanation or excuse or justification, these kind of moments are what make that harder to imagine any anything really making up for Raquel being on the record saying how she would never get with somebody who's in a relationship or you know Sandoval saying that she's the best person ever when we know they were already hooking up it's like you're digging yourself deeper 
Yep. And exactly. That's that. what, wait, when is the reunion again? I need to put that on my calendar. <laughs> Uh, I think we have a, f- I think we have a few more episodes of the season, like maybe, maybe like two, two or three. I don't know. I'm not. I've heard conflicting reports of like how much they added to the season after Scandaval. Like it might just be one episode. So I, I, the reunion starts in May, I think. Okay. Okay. Soon enough. It's April twentieth. Yeah, exactly. 420, baby. <laughs> 420, what are you guys doing to celebrate the holla blaze? <laughs> uh, I, will be, uh, I will be getting in bed nice and early. Maybe I'll partake in a little gummy. Look, I got my green juice. Taylor, for the are, are you drinking marijuana juice right now? Uh-huh. <laughs> the cops are really going to come now. The IRS is going <laughs> to come, come get you. <laughs> and the they'll bring the DEA. Shit. Fucking shit. Oh my God. Uh, well, Taylor, thank you so much for joining me today. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. You know, I'm I'm available whenever you need me, baby. Yeah. Okay. Do you sound desperate? <laughs> you always tell me I'm desperate. I'm not. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> thank you, uh, desperate Taylor. And thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches. You can follow me at Dylan Hafer. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.